0: Welcome to the first episode of the "Excuse Me, I'm Talking" podcast. I'm your host, Alex. Uh, I'm new to this. I've never done a podcast before. This is my first episode, so just forgive me if it's a little rough. I'm just going to say a little bit about myself here, and then we're going to get into some uh, some topics. So I grow up. I've grown up in uh, Ontario, Canada, my whole life. I'm a big Bruins fan, big Patriots fan, Celtics and Red Sox are my other teams in uh, baseball and basketball, but I don't really uh, follow those sports near as closely as hockey and football. So today I'm going to be talking about the Bruins' unexpected success this season and their ability to deal with injuries down the stretch here, with uh, Bergeron, McAvoy, and Marchand not playing in the latest couple games here. I'm going to be talking about NFL free agency looming for the Patriots after their Super Bowl loss to the Eagles. I'm going to be talking about Brandon Cook's a disappointment in New England. That's what some knuckleheads on Twitter are saying. Uh, I'm going to get into why that's ridiculous. And finally, I'm going to be talking about Odell Beckham Jr. What were you thinking with that video? So let's get into it. Okay, so first I'm going to be talking about the Bruins' unexpected success and their ability to deal with injuries here down the home stretch, at the end of the season. So the Bruins, I think, are safe to say most people expected them, you know, miss the playoffs or just barely make it in seventh, eighth seed, you know, maybe win a round and then be out of it. Uh, it's a boys' club in Boston, you know. It's all, it was always, I've always seen it as a team that all thinks it's about grit and toughness and, you know, it's not moving on with the times in the league like every other team, but to my pleasant surprise, you know, Don Sweeney, you know, questionable moves, Dougie Hamilton, uh, that's questionable trade at best, I'm not going to defend that in any way. Uh, he did have a couple good ones, like, in my opinion, the Rick Nash trade deadline deal, uh you know, got rid of half of Belaski's contract, brought in, you know, the big winger for David Krejci, who he's flourished with those types of players in the past. Those wingers with size, you know, Nathan Horton, Milan Lucic, Jerome Ginla. Um but for the good trades that Don Sweeney's had, he's had the Dougie Hamilton trades, the Zach Ronaldo trades. Um, he's done nothing too catastrophic. I'd take him over Peter Shirelli as my G- GM in a heartbeat every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Um, but I don't know. These young guys have been able to step in. Uh, you know the McAvoy's of the world, the Grizzlicks, the Jake DeBrusks. You know just to come into the lineup and perform admirably and you know really fairly well. So this team seems to be clicking. I think they made the right moves at the deadline. Uh, I really, I really like what they're going, the direction they're headed this season. Tuca's back to you know Vesna level performances after you know a few years with some questionable uh abilities in net. There, not entirely his fault, considering that the coaching staff just ran him into the ground when they don't have a reliable backup. Uh, Kudobin's been a pretty good backup this season, really took some pressure off of him, Uh, really helped him out there. You know, I'm just excited for the playoffs coming up here in a few weeks. It's looking like we're going to play the Leafs. Uh, That is, if the seeding stays the way it is, which it's looking like it might. I'm not really uh, looking forward to this final stretch here with injuries to Bergeron, McAvoy, and just recently Brad Marchand also went down with an upper body injury, according to the team. So, with all these injuries, you know, it's going to be tough. Uh, they're going to play some good teams here in the last stretch of the season. Hopefully, Bergeron's going to be healed soon. He's not going to be traveling with the team for this road trip. They said they'd reevaluate him again. I'm I just hope he's back for the playoffs. McAvoy, I believe it was a MCL injury that's kept him sidelined for a little while here. And Brad Marchand, just an upper body injury. I don't think the team said anything else. Uh, You know, those are three key guys. McAvoy, a lot of people could argue, is already the best defenseman on the team. Or at least has promised to be. I would say it's, you know, him and Chara really help. And then Krug is up there but you know he can be a defensive liability at times but (sighs) McAvoy that one really hurts Bergeron obviously that hurts he's a heart trophy candidate in my eyes he's been the best player on the team for years now and uh you really notice when he's out of the lineup Krejci's done a good job on the second line at center Riley Nash has filled in really well with Pasternak and Marchand on the first line and as for Marchand, I really don't know what's wrong with him. Hopefully he can come back soon because he's a very important piece to the team. Clearly, you you can say what you will about Brad Marchand, you know, dirty. Yeah, he is. He plays on the edge. I, I hate when he does stuff like that. As a fan, I defend him to the death, and then he turns around and throws a slew foot or a high hit or a late hit, and it's just, I don't know. The the latest controversy with him, trying to avoid the hit, I don't think he did that, intending to hurt him. But honestly, he's a player that doesn't deserve the benefit of the doubt anymore after some of the actions he's done in the past. But, you know, it is what it is. That's just the type of player he is, and he's been in the league for so many years now, I don't see it changing. Anytime soon. All right, uh, so I'm just going to move on here to the next topic. I didn't have a whole lot to say about the Bruins other than, you know, those injuries are going to kill them if they can't manage to stay afloat here. They've done all right so far, but, you know, it's it, it's not going to be easy for them. So I'm going to be talking about NFL free agency looming now for the Patriots. Uh, you know, that Super Bowl loss still hurts. The team's good. Not really good. That defense was not that good. Uh, they broke against a backup quarterback. That's unacceptable. Your quarterback throws for five hundred and five yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, and you still find a way to lose the game. Like that's that's defense is bad. Patricia's gone. I don't know. There's not going to be a defensive coordinator this year. Uh, I believe that their linebackers coach is going to be calling defensive plays but uh, no real defensive coordinator I don't know I I'm still bothered by this because Malcolm Butler that benching in the Super Bowl I don't know there's got to be more to it, to it than just Bill Belichick is cruel and actually believed that another player was better option I don't believe that for a second I mean, that secondary was getting torched by Nick fucking Foles. Nick Foles, a backup quarterback. That's just not acceptable. In a Super Bowl, that's not acceptable to bench your second best corner on the team. Former Super Bowl hero in Super Bowl forty nine, obviously. It's there's there's something more to that. I don't believe for a second that there was nothing more to it than just there was better players for the opportunity, or whatever coach said. Um, they, So, as I can tell, as far as I can see, Butler's as good as gone. I don't blame him. New England's going to offer him less than he's worth. And after how they treated him in that Super Bowl, I wouldn't stay in New England, I don't think, either. I'd go get my payday in New Orleans or wherever it was willing to pay me has a chance to win uh some other free agents really need to be re-signed i'm going to start with nate soldier uh left tackle so nate soldier he's been protecting tom brady for a while he's not getting any younger brady isn't he needs all the protection he can get really uh nate Solder's a free agent he's been drawing interest apparently for multiple teams including the houston texans uh protect Deshaun Watson you know I know that they play hardball with their free agents and you know sometimes they let them go and Belichick usually seems right I don't know left tackles an important position and Tom Brady is the most important player on the field at all times and he's not getting any younger he's 40 years old he's played a lot of football he needs protected coach Belichick Resign him, please. Um, I'm gonna move on here to another free agent, uh, Dion Lewis, uh, thousand yard running back for the Patriots this season. Apparently, he's been drawing interest from the Texans as well, uh, among other teams, and understandably so. He's really fast. You know, obviously, like I said, over a thousand yards rushing. Apparently, he was unhappy with his usage in the beginning of the season. I don't know if you can keep him. I would love to keep him. Takes a lot of a uh, lot of the work off of Tom Brady's shoulders when he has a good running back. But if he leaves, you know, it's not the end of the world. I don't think another running back that's free agent is uh, Rex Burkhead. He I thought he played pretty well this season. Obviously, he's a completely different type of back than Deion Lewis. He's not as fast. He's more seems more like a a grit type back really Belichick-type player. And, you know, if you can't re-sign Barkhead or Dion Lewis, Danny Woodhead was released by the Ravens, so, you know, he's got experience in the system. He's a pretty good player. Gritty. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing him back in New England either. But, obviously, for the right price. I don't know. I'm not a manager. And there's a reason for the head. GM. Uh... Malcolm Butler, like I said, he's as good as gone, in my opinion. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, retirement, I don't know. Apparently he's been working out at the uh, TB12 Center ever ever since the Super Bowl ended, so I would say that's a good sign. The belief is apparently that uh, he's going to be back next season, which I really hope because he draws double teams on every play. He's a huge part of the team, one of Tom Brady's favorite targets. I'm really, really hoping he's back. You know, if he really did retire, I wouldn't be too surprised either. You know, he's taken a lot of punishment in his career. You know, all this talk about CTE and it's horrible, and I agree, it is a horrible, horrible disease. Like, he saw what happened with Aaron Hernandez, his former teammate. Uh, I'm not going to say CTE is the reason why he did what he did, because I don't believe that. I believe he was just a complete psychopath, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. But uh, with all the issues with his brain after uh, he committed suicide, when they studied his brain and saw he had s- such an advanced stage of CTE, you know, if I was Rob Gronkowski, that would give me cause to pause and just, you know, think about what's more important in life. Obviously, football's big when you make so much money off of it and you've been practicing your whole life. It's your love. But, you know, if he retires, I can't even be that mad there's more important things in life than football and you know if you can't walk or you have you know degenerative memory by the time you're 50 and that's not a any quality of life so you know what rob if you want to retire do you have my blessing although i will be disappointed that you're gone just because you're such a monster on the field um The belief is with Matt Slater, special teams ace, listed as a wide receiver, is that he's expected to return to New England next season, so not much more to say about that, but, you know, I'm glad he's a big part of special teams. A lot of people uh, underestimate the value of special teams, but that's field position. It's important. Uh, James Harrison, Uh, you know, the Patriots' pass rush, as you can tell in the Super Bowl, Nick Foles is just, he was not shaken up at all. He had all day to throw. You know, maybe that gives uh, some, a bit of an excuse to the secondary for the corners and the safeties back there for not being able to uh, cover every pass because, you know, the way the rules are, if the receivers have all day to get open, you're going to have to take a penalty on them, pass interference or whatever, you know, to stop them. If they have all day, they're gonna win the battle one on one every time. So James Harrison, he's old, still effective player. Uh, if he wants to come back, I don't see why the Patriots shouldn't re-sign him. You know, he was valuable a piece to add. I think he helped the pass rush. Uh, he's just a monster athletically. I think he's still got some gas left in the tank. If he wants to keep playing, the Patriots should keep him. Okay, uh, the next free agent on my list here, uh, I'm not going to discuss all of them. I'm just going to discuss some of the more prominent names here. Danny Amendola, the dude's been taking pay cuts after pay cut every year. To stay with New England. Give the dude some money. Please don't let him go. He's really important. Uh, we saw Julian Edelman tore his ACL. I believe he was against the Lions in the preseason. And Danny Amendola, he's a, he's a performer. He's clutch. He comes up big. He's no moments too big for him you know he's he's a reliable target if you can keep him please keep him I'd really like to see him back in New England next year you know and then I'm gonna say something here about Edelman you know clearly you could notice that uh, Tom Brady missed Edelman especially in the beginning of the season he'd go through his reads and Edelman's not there uh, he, he's Tom Brady I mean he can get comfortable with anybody. He can make me an all-pro receiver, so take that for what you will. Uh, but Edelman, he's got a lot of talent. He's gritty. He's a good route runner. You know, I'd like to see him back, hopefully, as himself. Uh, I'm really hoping that that ACL didn't uh, fuck up his career from now on. He's getting up there in age for receiver, so hopefully he's all right. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about the ridiculous, ridiculous accusations that I've seen on Twitter towards Brandon Cooks. Like people accusing him of being, you know, a letdown, a disappointment. He's not that good. He wasn't worth a first-round pick. The guy's hands suck. All this other stupid shit that people say. Okay, here's I'm just going to read some stats to you. Brandon Cooks, 1,082 yards receiving this season for seven touchdowns, and he was averaging 16.6 yards per catch, pretty good, people are expecting him to go out here, and you know, catch 25 touchdowns, and be Randy Moss, and you know, it, he's just, that's not what he is, you know, I feel like the media really hyped up, oh, Brady's deep threat receiver, hasn't had one since Randy Moss, and the team went 16-0 and in the regular season, and this and that, that's not the same. He's not Randy Moss. Nobody's Randy Moss. Randy Moss is, in my opinion, the second greatest receiver of all time, only behind Jerry Rice. It's ridiculous. Just bad takes all around. I'm going to read you another, another person's stats. So a lot of people say Antonio Brown's the best receiver in the league. You know, you can make the argument. Some people say Julio Jones, Odell. But a lot of people really agreed on Antonio Brown. He's just one of the best, if not the best. So, Antonio Brown had 1,533 yards receiving, nine touchdowns, and 15.2 yards per catch. So, you know, he had almost 500 yards more receiving than Brandon Cooks playing in Pittsburgh. But he had only two more touchdowns and less yards per catch. So, I mean, I don't know. People hate on Cooks, but he's obviously not antonio brown but you know he gives you a good portion of those same stats so you know i don't understand the hate i really don't understand why people hate on him just cuz they expected him to be randy moss i don't know he's a good player I'd like to see him in new england for a long time to come all right my last topic for today uh, I'm going to be talking about Odo Beckham Jr. What the fuck were you thinking, dude? What were you thinking? So, if you haven't seen it yet, if you've been living under a rock and haven't been on Twitter or any social media, for that matter. Um, Beckham Jr., there's a short video posted of him. It uh, appeared to be in a hotel room. He was in Europe uh, beside a beautiful woman with a pizza open on the bed. Looks like a good time until you look a little closer Uh, Looks like a cigar is what people are calling it, that it is in Odell's hand, but, you know, most people would say it's probably a blunt. Uh, So, first off, that's a red flag. Marijuana, we've seen other uh, prominent players in the league have problems with it. Josh Gordon, obviously a big name, who had troubles with marijuana. Uh, You know, LeGarrette Blunt, Le'Veon Bell... Some big names had troubles with, you know, the league and their teams just because of this issue. Uh, you look a little closer, yet again, the woman laying beside him appears to have a white powdery substance um, that, you know, you can only assume is cocaine. Uh, this video is only a few seconds long. Odell's telling the woman to sleep with his friend, who's filming, I assume, is the one filming you know if you want to smoke weed and you want to do drugs whatever that's your decision that's your life man do what you like but to film it or allow it to be filmed and put online you got you want to be the highest paid not only the highest paid receiver in the league you want to be the highest paid player in the league is it a big deal that you smoke weed no i don't think it is personally i don't it doesn't matter to me what you do man but the team's going to be looking for anything they can do to tell you that you're worth less than you are because that's a business. They want to pay you less than the least amount possible, and they're going to use that as an excuse. That's going to hurt your contract. What were you thinking? Like, you weren't thinking. There's no way that you actually thought that through. I don't know. It's ridiculous. It's a piss poor call in judgment at best. Uh, yeah, I no excuses at all okay so that's the end of the podcast um, that's all I have to talk about for today I know that was really bad so if you somehow managed to make it this far without just wanting to completely die from my horrible monotone voice uh, I really appreciate it uh, feel free to let me know what you think uh, I I would like to try this as a kind of regular thing uh, if anybody you know actually likes it I'll keep it going so you know just let me know